Hello, my mammal friends. How are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm just really far from the microphone, I realized, when I started recording. So I'm going to make some noise and get closer to you all so you can hear my luscious tones. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I did that. So uh, this episode is brought to you by my playlist, which is available on Spotify. And I will put a link in the show notes so you can uh, check that out. Um, yeah, so today, I actually have something that I wanted to talk about. Something which is a little bit, um, I was gonna say difficult, but it's not difficult at all. Yesterday, before bed, I was watching YouTube, as sometimes I do. And of course, when you watch YouTube, you have favorite channels. And uh, my interests on YouTube are very eclectic. I think they're somewhat determined by the algorithm or uh, sometimes even what my kids watch. Or, you know, it's kind of hard to tell why you get recommended the things you get recommended. But anyway, I was recommended maybe about three months ago, a channel called The Charismatic Voice. And basically, it's this vocal teacher and opera singer who analyzes different songs, and she tells you what the person is doing in them and things like that. And, you know, the uh, gives you a very technical analysis of the vocal work of a particular singer. And that's not why I like it, because I'm not a singer, really, even though on one of my songs, which is out on April 30th, I actually sing. I know, crazy. That's called Magpie. Um, so you can check that out on April 30th. Uh, it will be on the in the playlist, which is linked below. So just follow the playlist, follow me, and all right, I'll paint my fingernails. So if I get what did I say? If I get 100 followers, I will paint my fingernails. I have to put that in the show notes, too. I forgot yesterday. And I'm so tired. I, I don't know why. I've just been sitting down all day, and I didn't really move around, and I think that's why. But anyway, so the thing I like about the Charismatic Voice, the channel, is not the technical analysis of the, the songs, although that's quite interesting. What I love about the Charismatic Voice is she... Uh, so it's a reaction channel, right? So there's like video of her reaction and her face is just so expressive. And, you know, the first time or maybe the second time I watched one of her videos, I was like, is she single? Because she's pretty amazing. But yeah, she's married. She just got married. So tough luck for you fellows out there. But anyway, last night, the video I was watching, I'm, I don't remember if it's a recent video or uh, something that's been, you know, because, you know, sometimes you get recommended the recent ones, but sometimes they recommend something from two years ago or three years ago, whatever. So this one was about Ozzy Osbourne and the song Crazy Train. You know, I'm going insane on the crazy train. Uh, that that one. Um, I won't sing anymore for obvious reasons. 
both. I don't want to get dinged in the other, you know, you don't want to hear it. But I think I, I really like Ozzy Osbourne and I like Black Sabbath and I've liked them since I found some uh, tape many, many years ago that my brother had of Black Sabbath. And the Ozzy's voice is just so unique. Um, it's just distinctive. And I got to thinking about one particular thing because after I watched the video where she was analyzing this song and there's some crazy parts to that song, if you don't remember, like the the studio recording and like the the guitar solo is like crazy and the production is really, really cool. So the work is like a work of art. And I was thinking, so then I watched a few videos of Ozzy and I went down in a kind of a YouTube rabbit hole as you do sometimes. And I was watching like three music videos for Crazy Train um, because I don't know if you've seen the original video for Crazy Train. Uh, uh, so it came out probably in the dawn of music video. Like, I think music videos are also, that's another topic entirely, but I think music videos are one of those things where I don't think they're so popular anymore, right? Like, the, the last person I can think of who had really popular music videos is Lady Gaga. And, I mean, she's you know, oldies music now. Sorry, I love Lady Gaga, but I mean, she's not exactly the most recent person, but maybe that's just because I'm older. But anyway, so uh, Oz, this Crazy Train video came out in like the beginning of the popularity of music videos and everybody watched music videos. Like I remember, you know, coming home from school and like there was like a music video show that wasn't even like, like MTV or Much Music, because, you know, a lot of people didn't have cable back then. So this was just a show on national television after school, you know, in between the cartoons, like half an hour show where they would show the latest music videos. And I loved that show, I remember. But so this was kind of around that time, this crazy train video. And the crazy train video is so bad. It's so bad. So basically, it's this crappy computer graphic flying guitar that's flying along a track just straight for a very long time to the introduction riff introductory riff i can't do it now but i mean if if you if you listen to the song you'd be like oh yeah yeah crazy train yeah that's the riff um <laughs> and then and then you get like half of the screen is ozzy in crazy 80s hair black and white singing crazy train in a crazy way and then the other half is a guitarist and i i don't even think it's the per i've forgotten the name of the the guitarist who did the famous riff and the guitar solo because unfortunately he died in a plane crash and when they were touring with that song it was a different uh, different guy so i think it's the different guy who you know was in the video so it's so bad so 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 bad so bad and then there's actually another there are two three versions of a crazy train video because i think they realized how bad the original version was the original music video and then recently there was like an animated version and there was like a third version that i don't i don't remember what it was so 
I am getting, uh, I'm, I'm getting a long way. Uh, I'm not getting off topic. I'm just getting, it's really hard for me to get to the point, I guess is what I'm saying at the moment. So I realized that Ozzy Osbourne is a great performer, but not a great artist. And I was thinking about the distinction between great performers and great artists. So it might be weird to say like Ozzy Osbourne is a great performer because he has like three kind of moves on stage, but like just his voice that is kind of like that otherworldly thing that like gave birth to heavy metal. So that's, that's, that's why he's a great performer. And I'm sure he, they probably asked him what he wanted in this video because he wasn't in a va- band and he was like, oh, you're a flying guitar, me in black and white, and that other guy playing a guitar, you know? So clearly he didn't have like an artistic vision for what he wanted. And I think that is a distinction that people don't make often enough when you think about creativity and the ways people are creative because I'm not knocking performers because I think it is a really good, useful, important skill. And, you know, Ozzy Osbourne connects with people emotionally. And I think another person who is a great performer, but not really an artist would be Elvis, right? So Elvis, you know, you can accuse him of like stealing people's music and stuff, but I mean, he really didn't do that. He just sang, I mean, he did, but it wasn't like an artistic choice of his. He just sang the music that was put in front of him by his manager, and his manager ripped off a lot of people, and him too, you know? So, yeah, so Elvis is a person who's like a performer, and Ozzy Osbourne is a performer, but not really an artist. And actually, I think it's really rare where you have somebody who is a great performer and a great artist. Like, for example, I think that Leonard Cohen, great artist, not so much a great performer because he doesn't have the musical skill to be a great performer. And that doesn't mean that his songs are bad. On the contrary, they're quite good. And some some productions of his, of his music are like, you know, really, really good performance and stuff. But like, basically, you had to torture like uh um the I for, i've forgotten the name of the album but and i don't want to say the one that i'm thinking of because it's got an r-rated title <laughs> but you know leonard cohen's most interesting music is not uh, in my opinion his most famous songs like his most famous song the the best most well-known song of his he doesn't sing i mean he does sing but the version that people know is is uh jeff buckley's hallelujah so that's a very good example of somebody who's a good artist but not a great great artist not great performer like bob dylan's the same way whereas you have people like okay Jimi hendrix oh maybe not Jimi hendrix that's a bad example because i think he's both but yeah but like how rare is it to have like a combination of both elements great performance great performer and great artists like you know and, and the people who are really good and really famous have both of those things but 
you know, it's actually more rare than we think it is. Like, so, you know, you have Elvis, right? Super, super famous. But then you have the Beatles and they're both great performers, great artists. And the Rolling Stones, also great performers, great artists. And, you know, it's been so connected in our mind that those two things should be the same, like that we kind of criticize somebody like Beyonce or Rihanna, who are great performers, but, you know, they're not great artists because they didn't create that music. I mean, they influenced it, right? But they didn't sit down with a pen and paper and write it. And then, like, for example, Lady Gaga is both great performer and great artist. And it's so rare if you if you think about it. Like, just think about famous female singers from, you know, icons and divas or whatever we want to say like aretha franklin brilliant performer brilliant performer not a brilliant artist and when i say artist i mean somebody who creates their own work that's the distinction i'm making between artist and performer so whitney houston great performer mariah carey great performer aretha franklin great i said her already but you know madonna Great performer, even though her singing, not so great, but she had this really big personality that was so influential. Um, yeah, Madonna's my mother's age, by the way, which is always shocking for me. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm not that young, but it's like really crazy. And I think Madonna's career is just kind of, you know, uh, slowly faded away but, but she was so influential as a performer and i i think yeah i was just thinking about that and how how rare it is for those two fields to be connected so yeah that was actually a very coherent rant i think i'm trying to think of somebody else who 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 well i didn't even talk i talked mostly about people who are musicians or singers or things like that and that's that's what I was thinking with um, you know Ozzy Osbourne, but there's a whole other thing which is actors, right? So acting is like an like performance art, right? It's it's art where you're performing, but is somebody like Brad Pitt an artist? Or let's see, Tom Hanks an artist or Somebody else, like, um, what's his name? Oh, my daughter would kill me. She loves, oh, Robert Downey Jr. Because <laughs> she loves Marvel. Um, I don't think they are artists, right? They are great performers. And I just said men, but I'm thinking of women. Uh, like, for example, I'm going to say Hilary Swank. I love Hilary Swank. But I know she's not like top echelon of acting. She's not like person people consider to be really, really great. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah. So, but I, I think it's really rare where you have someone who is a great performer, who is also a great artist in acting, because I think. I think that those, well, maybe I can come to some kind of conclusion about this rant. So 
I think that people who are great performers and people who are great artists, those are different kind of crafts in whatever field. So for example, in music, if you, if you have to be, if you want to be a great performer, you have to, you know, sing in tune, you have to have some kind of musical ability that is practiced and practiced and practiced and becoming a great artist in music is kind of easier if you have all of that basis because you can create something new and you can speak to people but it's not automatic like there are people great musicians you know that you've seen or that you listen to who can't create something which is really really good or on the other hand you have people who have or who are very creative but their creativity kind of um outstrips their sort of musical talent unfortunately that would be me but i think a more famous example is like uh chris christopherson uh you know if you haven't ever listened to any of his stuff he's got some really creative ideas and you know it's a little bit modeling and other things but his he, he's not like the best performer i would say of his own work and then you have somebody like Willie Nelson, who's, I believe he's really great performer, really good voice, also great artist because he creates all of these things. Or Dolly Parton. Oh, I just went into the country end of things, but Dolly Parton, awesome performer, awesome artist. And yeah, but those two skills in music, I mean, it's easier for them to be connected, but they don't have to be connected. And I think with, with other forms of art where you're performing, like with acting, I think just because you can um, convincingly portray uh, a character or because you're charismatic doesn't mean that you can actually write stories that are relevant with people or, you know, write characters that connect with people. Yeah. That's my thought for today. I am really proud of that thought. <laughs> I think I think it's interesting. Yesterday it was like I ate weird food. It was good. And today I have a very good thought. All right. So that is all for today. Please check out the playlist. Uh, it's all of my stuff. Please follow me on Spotify. If you follow me on Spotify, I will paint my fingernails if I get 100 followers. And if I get more... Well, I mean, this is one of those stretch goals, right? So follow me on Spotify. Reason you should follow me on Spotify is because I release new music all the time. And it's music that you might like, you know? Have you have you tried all of the different kinds of cheese? Some cheese is good. Some cheese is bad. Some cheese is, like, amazing and you've never tried it. That's my music. An amazing kind of cheese that you've never tried. And if you're lactose intolerant, I mean, that doesn't mean you have to be music intolerant, right? You can try it. So anyway, check that out. I will talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, if, you, if you're a first-time listener, this is crazy, but this podcast is daily. I talk to you daily. Sometimes I don't have a lot to say, but I think I'm entertaining. I think I give you a little something in your life. So yeah, you can check me out every day. Subscribe, tell your friends, 
uh, become a follower on Spotify, all those things. All right, bye.